This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello, everyone, and again, welcome to today's edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Uh, Last week, we started um, uh, first of a two-part where we're talking about uh, a declaration of financial independence. We hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend, and we have a, a few things to finish up on the discussion that we started uh, last week. Uh, during last week's show, we did uh, talk about you know having uh, a mentality, dealing with you know how much is enough, you know bigger house, bigger car, you know those types of things. Uh, we talked about opening the right types of accounts. We talked about uh, emergency funds, and we started talking uh, about you know, the importance of monitoring your credit ratings. So we're going to continue that uh, discussion uh, here in, in just a moment. Um, we recorded this show kind of on the heels of, of last week, so the numbers on U.S. debt clock uh, have not changed a lot, so I don't want to just uh, you know give you the same numbers there. But I do encourage you to take a look at usdebtclock.org and uh, stay up to date with with those numbers. But most importantly, uh, remind yourself why on our show here we uh, think it's important that you do that. And it's because we firmly believe that at some point uh, the government's going to take action and trying to de- uh, address this um, out-of-control debt issue that uh, are, is, it has to be dealt with at some point. You can't just continue to borrow money and borrow money and borrow money and and not have to pay for it at some point. So please, uh, usdebtclock.org and uh, stay up to date that uh, with that website. Um, my co-host, as always, is uh, Tony Shore. Uh, Tony, um, thank you again for, for being a part of uh, Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. And uh, let's uh, jump in and pick up uh, the second part of uh, um, a declaration of, of financial independence uh, for our yeah, listeners. Yeah, definitely. And uh, it's always fun talking about financial independence because we all want to be financially independent, right? I mean, I, I know my wife and I do, and uh, we're working toward that. And that's something that you help uh, all your clients out with is achieving that financial independence, especially as it relates to you know, minimizing that tax burden, having a successful retirement income plan, and we've covered a lot in the show so far, Mike. I, I think it's been a really good one. And I remember we ended part one uh, last week uh, talking about, um, you know, keeping on top, staying on top of your credit score will help you, uh, you know, keep that financial independence and financial freedom or at least achieve it. And, you know, there are a lot of ways to monitor your credit. I, I for one, a lot of um, credit unions out there offer that. And uh, my credit union does, so that's how I do it. But uh, there are also uh, great websites like Credit Karma, Credit Karma that do it. Um, but yeah, when we talk about financial independence, last week you you covered a lot. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? What are we talking about this week? Well, we're going to continue 
uh, the 12 steps to achieve financial uh, freedom. And again, this is uh, taken from uh, U.S. News and, and World Report. But uh, let's let's pick up with uh, budgets. Um, we've talked a lot about budgets over uh, many of our shows, but I think it's important in this context to circle back to it uh, yet again um, and just mention the importance of cutting back on on spending. Uh, you know, I'm the first to admit that it is a cliche to say, you know, stop buying your morning uh, Starbucks um, when it comes to advice about spending less money. But let's let's be honest here, really, in the grand scheme of things, treating yourself to that expensive cup of coffee a couple times a week, that's really unlikely to torpedo, you know, the overall you know monthly budget. Um, you know, even during our, our comprehensive planning strategies, you know, we want to build into to those spending plans, you know, funds to, to do uh, the things that we really enjoy, um, the things that um, are, are important elements, you know, of a happy life. So let's forget the coffee and cutting back on movie tickets and gym memberships and uh, those types of things. And let's focus on uh, some of the biggers. You know, we have talked about, you know, buying a house that, that suits your needs, even though a smaller one uh, than what other neighbors might be eyeing or, you know, purchasing that uh, used car with a lower mileage versus a brand new one. You know, those may seem like sacrifices, especially uh, if you're doing really well in your career. Uh, However, uh, if those choices uh, let you achieve true financial uh, independence years ahead of schedule, uh, I'm, I'm confident that you'll look back and, and think, you know, it, it's worth it. You know, every decision that we make uh, has um, uh, consequences, could be good consequences or uh, uh, bad consequences down the road. So when you're making that decision on the house or on the car or the other expensive items, uh, think about uh, how that decision impacts your household and, and your retirement plans, not just uh, today, I can afford it today, but what's the, the cost of that over you know, a 20 or 30 year period? And how does that cost impact uh, my uh, retirement account that I'm trying to, to build and trying to grow? So uh, I think that's uh, a, a good reminder there to uh, look at the budget, uh, but look at the big things. And, and can, we, can we trim on some of the big things uh, to, to help those uh, dollars be directed into the retirement plans? Well, and yeah, and there you go. I, I think that's great uh, to talk about this because uh, it's really makes sense. You know, and if you look at things like cars and houses, uh, you really need to watch it. You know, so forget it. Like you say, don't don't sweat the small stuff necessarily. Things can add up, but at the same time, really, you need to look at. Hey, maybe instead of a really fast, shiny new sports car, I can get a low mileage used car rather than the latest model. Uh, and that'll put more money in my pocket to enjoy that Starbucks run, right? Yeah, that's that's the right perspective, Tony. Work on the big things, and that allows plenty of room for uh, th- those little uh, things that, that we do enjoy that can make a difference in our, in our morning. Um, our next tip uh, toward working uh, toward the, the Financial Independence Day um, is working at designing a debt payoff strategy. Now, you know, for most Americans, debt uh, is is a part of life. It seems to be 
uh, the great American way uh, with our, our government uh, taking the lead on that. You know, there are student loans, uh, home mortgages, car payments, credit cards, um, and, and more. Um, and having debt doesn't mean that your financial you know path is littered with mistakes and, and bad choices. Uh, obviously not. But the sooner you can get uh, the weight of your debt off your shoulders, the sooner uh, we feel you'll be in a position to achieve that uh, financial uh, independence. And if you can uh, envision a, a pie chart, and in that pie chart, that represents all the money that you're going to earn over your lifetime, you know, how big a sliver do you want to carve out of that for interest payments on those student loans, mortgages, car payments, and credit cards? And, um, you know, money that uh, goes to pay interest uh, isn't helping us uh, other than to have that uh, immediate possession. And that's, that's a big expense over a, a person's lifetime. So the sooner we can eliminate uh, the debt payments and the interest payments, uh, the sooner we'll uh, be uh, seeing our financial goals come in into full view. Um, and as you build your strategy to pay off debt, uh, focus the extra money uh, on one debt while making minimum payments on the other. So uh, once you get uh, one debt paid off, you know, roll that on to the next one. And there's a couple of different ways uh, to, to play this strategy. Uh, some people would say eliminate the debt that has the highest interest rate on it and then work your way down. And others will say, you know, pay off the smallest debt you have and then work your way up regardless of what the interest rate uh, is on the on the debts. And I think you really just have to calculate that out to see on each individual's basis which of those two approaches might make um, the most sense. Um, um, you know, there's a, the debt snowball theory out there uh, that a, a lot of people are familiar with, uh, and, and that one is, is very popular. So um, take a look at, at either of those two options, uh, eliminating the highest interest rate uh, debt first and then working your way down or starting with the smallest amount that you owe regardless of the interest rate and then working uh, your way up. So focus on paying off that debt. Yeah. Well, and and that debt payoff strategy sounds great to me. And regular listeners of the program know uh, that, you know, we've talked about emergency funds before. And I know you and I both believe in having an emergency fund. Uh, I can't even begin to count the number of times an emergency fund has saved me when I've needed, you know, new tires or a last second airplane ticket or the AC breaks down on a hot day. Um, but what role does that emergency fund play in helping somebody work toward achieving financial independence? Oh, it, it, it's huge, Tony. And, and when you have an emergency fund, you're not going to be in a position of draining your savings, you know, to cover the unexpected expenses that are just a natural uh, part of life. Uh, additionally, um, if we have an adequate emergency fund, um, that means that you don't have to put those, you know, financial surprises that come up on a, on a credit card. And a good rule of thumb is to have three to six months of, of living expenses in your emergency fund. And, and I tend to lean toward uh, the six months. Uh, I think uh, once we have, you know, six months of our expenses accumulated, then we can uh, look to uh, build up some of the other accounts. But, you know, if you do take some uh, money, some withdrawals from that emergency fund, make sure you replenish that just as quickly as possible. 
Um, things can happen in bunches, and it wouldn't uh, take a, but a, two or three things to happen, and, and we've dwindled that down. So just a, a reminder, uh, you know, replenish the emergency fund as, as quick as we can. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's important. You you don't want to if you have the emergency fund, you're not going to be building up credit card debt and things like that when an emergency comes along. And so, it is important to have that uh, emergency fund. Uh, you know, uh, you're not going to have to drain your savings. And you know, this is a great topic. And if our listeners want a plan in place uh, to be able to put together not only an emergency fund but also be setting aside money for retirement, how can they get a hold of you, Mike? Well, it's best just to give me a call, pick up uh, your phone and dial 812-787-0809. Leave me a message and I'll call you back just uh, as soon uh, as I have the opportunity. Uh, Our website is compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. You can leave me a message there. And uh, if you want to try email, mgraber at compassra.com. So uh, three three easy ways to, to get in touch All with right. us. All right. Thanks, Mike. And, and during today's show, you've been talking about some of the steps we can take to work toward achieving that financial independence. And uh, that just relieves so much stress and, uh, you know, makes our lives so much better. Uh, and it, it means different things to different people. But being financially independent essentially comes down to our ability to feel comfortable with where we're at and where we're going financially. Uh, what do you have for us next? Well, the uh, the article next addresses how important uh, your career is, you know, to your financial independence. Uh, clearly, your income is is critical to both your your here and now and your future. Uh, but don't get too caught up, you know, in in the salary uh, alone. Um, keep an uh, an eye uh, peeled for the total compensation package. And that includes things like you know health insurance and, and retirement accounts. And does the employer match uh, your contribution toward the uh, retirement account? You know it's going to to go a long way in helping you toward your um, goal of financial independence if your employer has a well-rounded package uh, that includes health insurance and, and retirement. Uh, you might also want to uh, uh, prioritize finding a, an employer that provides a variety of health insurance products. You know, the more options you have, uh, the more likely you are to devise a, a disciplined strategy. And then finally, as, as more employers uh, provide flexible scheduling and, and remote work, you know, you might find those options improve uh, your, your wellness and uh, lower the stress levels. So while you are, you know, evaluating um, the per hour rate or the uh, salary uh, don't get uh, focused on that too much that you overlook what the 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 overall benefit package is so um, do your homework and and do some comparison and and have the right perspective when you're evaluating um, the the income that that career produces yeah yeah and and that's huge obviously that makes a big difference and so uh you know i i think that um you know, your job and your career obviously are going to play into all this. And a lot of people out there, you know, are looking at the option to work remotely. Uh, People have been doing that throughout COVID. Even if it isn't full time, it does have the added benefit of saving you money on things like gas and 
uh, lunches, eating out, other incidentals. And, you know, these things might not save you a ton of cash, but over the long run, saving money in small ways can eventually lead to a sizable sum. Well, absolutely. And and as you uh, build your path to financial independence, um, your economic future, we think, should be one of the the key elements that, that it's your focus on. It's only natural to assume that um, you have to have a, a big salary to achieve financial independence, but that's really not uh, always uh, the case. Um, I can tell you during my career, I, I've worked with high income people who were struggling uh, because of exceedingly high uh, debt uh, amounts that they've taken on. And, and ultimately, that high income was really nullified because the debt was uh, such a, a degree that it prevented them from truly being uh, wealthy. There's a big difference between a big income and, and actually being uh, wealthy. And then on the flip side, you know, I've worked with clients who have relatively modest incomes, but uh, who have built real wealth and, and achieved you know, true uh, financial uh, independence. It's not always how things look uh, that determines you know, how well a person's doing. A couple of books that I've read over the years that uh, you know, put this in, in good light. You know, The Wealthy Barber um, is, is a good book that, you know, that kind of talks about these types of issues. And then um, the, the other one would be The Millionaire uh, Next Door. So um, things aren't always the way they seem. And it's, it's really the, the choices you make and how you choose to use uh, those financial blessings that you've been given that uh, makes a difference between uh, a life that's full of uh, debt payments or one that's that's actually building real wealth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it depends on uh, where their money is at, how it's allocated and where they're at. And I know you work hard uh, to help everyone achieve that uh, financial independence. And it, it, you don't need to sell me on the benefits of working with somebody like yourself. I mean, when my car makes a funny noise, Mike, I go to a mechanic. When my a uh, kid flushes a toy down the toilet. I call a plumber. <laughs> that hasn't happened for a while, mm-hmm. luckily. But uh, it, it's the same with money. You want a seasoned financial f- professional in your corner. So surrounding yourself with an experienced team is a good way to get to that goal of financial independence. Well, again, I, I uh, agree 100%. And um, you know, maybe a person already has what they feel is a, is a plan and uh, we're happy just to, to spend a little time and to look through there and, and give them, you know, our honest um, second opinion. So uh, for a person who's trying to start saving or the person that's got uh, assets accumulated, um, we're, we're willing to, to work uh, with both. But, you know, the reality is that building a financial strategy is a lot of hard work. Um, there are investment product innovations, you know, the tax laws, as, as we've talked over and over and over again, you know, impact how you might want to allocate funds, uh, allocate, you know, various uh, strategies, you know, because of these things. And uh, if you're putting in a good 40, 45 hours a week, I would say it's pretty well impossible uh, to stay up on all these things yourself. Um, so uh, you have to find, you know, the right income that, that you're you're, you're wanting, you know, over the lifetime and then determine how much of that you can save and invest and then uh, figure out what type of, of products you can use. So uh, it's it's can be a daunting task. And, and that's, uh, as you said, uh, Tony, uh, working with a financial uh, professional can 
uh, help sort through all of, of those potential uh, um, information roadblocks and knowledge roadblocks that might be out there. But you, you have to choose at some point a retirement uh, income tool. Uh, you have to make decisions about insurance, mortgages, um, let's see, car loans, and, and, and so on. And, and then there's paperwork and so much paperwork. But my, my point is simply that you don't have to overly burden yourself with the financial decisions because the financial professionals are out there, you know, you know walking in, in the financial world every day. And, and we can help, you know, manage that, that load of, of decisions that one might otherwise have to make on, on their own. Sure. And, and I think that's really important. And I've, you know, I always say this to friends and family uh, who haven't worked with a financial services professional that they need to do it as soon as possible. There's so many changes coming along with taxes and social security and Medicare and so much paperwork. It really is important to have a professional that you're working with to help achieve that financial independence. It is, Tony, and I, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on a show that we did a Social Security maximization report for uh, a lady. Well, we did one here uh, just uh, today, and the difference um, in them making a, a decision on when to claim Social Security versus taking it as soon as it's po- uh, available at 62, we were able to show her how to, over her lifetime, earn an additional $56,000 in, in social security income. So um, it takes a lot of computing uh, to do that. I have to have the right um, programs to, to do those calculations. But, um, you know, through, let's move on to the, to the next one here. But, you know, through the years, uh, many of my clients have told me that, you know, leaving a legacy is one of the things that they consider most important uh, when working toward that, that financial independence. And to them, um, the financial independence is partly about their own lives, but it's just as much about helping their kids and their grandkids. And um, you know, a lot of the, the good people here in, in southwestern Indiana have um, charitable mindedness and, and they want to leave a gift. Um, uh, so uh, once they, they've passed away, they want that, that legacy uh, to continue. So if your legacy is important to you, uh, you might want to create a will and update the beneficiaries on your financial accounts. If you have other significant assets, you may benefit from working with an attorney or a certified public accountant that can help you know, build a strategy that uh, minimizes any estate taxes. And just a reminder, we fully anticipate the uh, uh, tax changes to include changes in uh, the estate tax rates. So uh, keep your um, uh, antennas up for, for those changes that are coming. We expect it to be uh, dropped down or the exemption to be dropped down to 3.5 million per, per individual. And that is a huge, huge change. And uh, it might take the work of an attorney and a CPA and the financial advisor to, to maximize uh, the new planning that'll be necessary under those conditions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you're right uh, on that one. And, you know, uh, we're almost out of time. Uh, for the show today. Uh, Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, uh, I just want to point uh, our young listeners uh, to the upcoming show uh, that we'll have here toward the the end of the month, but um, it's called Financial Advice for Young Workers, and I'm looking forward to to kind of shifting the gears and uh, addressing the the younger workers. We've spent most of our time 
uh, directing things to those who are about to retire or um, have already retired. But uh, no matter where your uh, stage of life is, if you'd like to ask some questions about retirement planning, call Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. The number is 812-787-0809. And we look forward to all of you joining us again here next week. All right. Thanks, Mike. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Talk with our host, Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives and it is prior to implementation.